Hey there, all you podheads. This is Talking Buddies, a podcast in a world full of podcasts. This is your host, Eddie Hutch. Hey, what's going on out there, all you podheads? This is Eddie Hutch. I am live coming to you from Smoky Row here. Uh, the date is September 10th. It is 60 degrees out, rainy, and somewhat, pardon my French, crappy out. I'm looking out the uh, main window here on Smoky Row over at the neighboring cathedral, spelled with a K. And we've got a football game taking place here later this afternoon, and I will not be there because it is just not too pleasant out to be hanging outside. But, you know, for all the fans out there, I believe it's the Iowa-Iowa State game, do not hate me for not knowing. I just have to admit I only went to Iowa State to visit for the parties, and that is pretty much it, and to take the LSAT many, many moons ago. But I'm here enjoying a very nice, large espresso from our friends at Smoky Row Coffee Company. Great place to stop by. Fantastic food. Excellent coffee. Even has some really fantastic tea when you're trying to get that little uh, late-night theme going, where if you got a few bits of homework, a little bit of reading, anything you need to knock out, it's a good opportunity. Uh, But I wanted to discuss today uh, the concepts behind uh, delusional thinking and how delusional thinking uh, basically gets in the way of having any type of growth. And growth in itself can be broken down into several different capacities. We've got the idea behind spiritual growth. Uh, We've got the concept behind the idea of like psychological growth. Uh, You then also have the aspect of emotional growth. Emotional growth, psychological growth kind of go hand in hand, especially when you're looking at situations where you've got a relationship um, taking place. Uh, As you know, all listeners are well aware, I'm going through a uh, uh, new experience in my life of really embracing sobriety on a full-time basis instead of a no-time basis. And one thing that's definitely popped up um, has been the idea behind Um, You know, the concept of having, you know, plans, goals, dreams, hopes, fears, uh, and what has been realistic thinking in that those areas and what's been delusional thinking. And, um, you know, the more time I've been spending working on sobriety, there's been a lot of things that have popped up um, to which have come to like the forefront of, you know, was that, you know, a manifestation, you know, a direct manifestation or an indirect manifestation um, that's kind of we're pivoting over here to the idea of a direct or indirect manifestation. You know, as all parties are well aware, uh, former you know co-host Caleb and I had a relationship going uh, as we had rolled into year four uh, of the relationship. We'd been friends for about five years uh, as we got into the relationship portion of it of you know the coupling. The fourth year, uh, the running joke was you know season four when they started hating each other and. When we had finally moved in, we really were taking steps to make sure we were not manifesting, you know, that type of, um, you know, circumstance. We were being very cognizant uh, to our interactions with other people, uh, being cognizant of our interactions with each other, interactions uh, within our living space. And that really played a very large factor uh, in that because... We were aware that, you know, a lot of relationships, when people move in together, uh, stagnation takes place, uh, decreased interest, uh, the resentment for each other begins to pile up and stack up. 
those types of situations uh, basically do not make for good bedfellows. And in some cases, you know, people begin to get into these fights, these arguments on there. And we wanted to, you know, take steps to avoid that. So, you know, going out of our way to do kind things, have an engagement in the evenings with each other. Um, You know, uh, we both had very demanding real-life jobs outside of podcasting uh, that, you you know, that did swallow up and take a lot of our time. But uh, in that same, you know, foothold, the free time we had, we were wanting to make sure to maximize towards each other, towards the relationship, towards, uh, again, growth. Uh, Not so much on the spiritual side, uh, definitely not so much on the psychological side. And unfortunately, uh, as we got closer towards the end of everything, uh, definitely not on the emotional side either. So then that brings us to a point in which we get into the idea of delusional thinking. Um, You know, relationships are basically a circumstance in which you've got uh, two lives that are then running together in tandem. But the problem, though, is that at what point sometimes parties break down to where instead of running in tandem, they begin to make the other party their world. And when you make someone your world and they leave and take that world with them, you no longer have anything left. And thus by, you know, result and default, you find yourself in a circumstance, uh, you know, where you literally have nothing. You've got no anchor of your former self. And that's where this idea of delusional thinking comes into play because you get into a situation where you've got this whole life, this whole world that you've made with another party and you begin to thus almost fantasize about a future that legitimately you've got no guarantee of. You know, it's not uncommon for parties to, you know, make the comments, you know, we're looking at getting married, we're looking at having kids, we're looking at moving in together, we're looking to buy a house. You know, there's that idea again, touching back to the manifestation, you want to manifest that type of like result, manifest that type of like circumstance situation. But caveat in the same sense you also could be going through and you're having a delusional thought about having you know a relationship you're having a delusional thought about how things are going to go because what happens is is your self-will comes into play and as we all know self-will is not the fuel in which your life should be running off of because unfortunately uh, you can't control anything outside of the choices you make and the feelings that you will uh, basically tap into, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's not, you know, a healthy approach. The problem then again, going back here with delusional thinking is that once you really start to, you know, tailor up that fantasy, tailor up that fictional life that you're building in your head, you then begin to not manifest it per se, but start living it out instead of working to actually manifest goals. Because it's good to have goals. People need goals. You need to do what I call love mapping. When you do love mapping in a relationship, you're sitting down and you're looking at, okay, what are my hopes? What are my dreams? What are my fears? What are my goals? You know, what are my shortcomings? You know, what am I looking for? What do I want? What are my love languages? What are my love signs? 
because the whole thing is you're wanting to go through and you're wanting to get a very like healthy breakdown of those items. And it also lets you put everything, you know, from thought to paper, pen to paper. That helps you really express those. Plus, you can also go in and triage and identify are some of these items you want to continue to roll forward with. Some of these items not something you want to roll forward with. Um, you know, or some of these would we consider, like, for example, that person who says, oh, I love going, uh, you know, I, I love cooking, I love, you know, baking, but the last time they've actually ever done anything in the kitchen, you know, was two years ago. You know, there's that, that point in time in which, you know, a person needs to sit down and, you know, they, they need to be honest with themselves. Excuse me. Can just need to get another sip here of this fantastic espresso. So good. So what we're looking at here is that that delusional thinking as it begins to spiral out of control. The other problem is that pops up is that, you know, relationships are typically two-way parties. And, you know, I really honestly can't speak on anything that's like polyamorous, um, open relationships, Ah, you know, a lot of times with open relationships, I've seen, you know, rules and goal, rules and guidelines are very strongly set because there's just so many players in the mix of things. Uh, the circumstance that pops up there, too, though, is, the, you know, same situation as everyone mapped out what all those goals are, what all those rules are, what all those, you know, boundaries are, because that's an important thing to basically get cracking down on. Uh, uh, cracking down on with, which, you know, speaking of rules, goals, and boundaries, we're going to have to take a quick commercial break. What you wearing? Tight pants, huh? You like the way they grip you, right? Crazy. Because you used to wear those loose pants like it was the early 90s. But you got to stay relevant if you want strangers to follow you on the Instagram. What was that? Of course, I'm wearing tight pants. Where did I get them? (laughs) Duh, the tight pants store. It's the only store online where you can buy such drip that will make you remain relevant in your favorite stranger's DMs. It's drip, right? That's what I'm supposed to say, drip. Okay. If you make a purchase of $50 or more and use our promo code TALKINBUDS, that's talking without the G, Buds with an S on the end, you can save up to 3.14159265359% on your order. That's basically the circumference of a circle you have saved right there. Again, use our promo code TALKINBUDS, talking without the G, Buds with an S, at the Tight Pants Store online. And we're back. Okay, so pivoting over from love mapping and, you know, using that as a guiding tool for manifestation um, of how you want a relationship to roll forward, um, let's pivot over to uh, when the delusion breaks because that is an important, that's an important focal point that, um, to be honest, I myself have experienced, I've watched other people experience. And the one thing that does pop up there uh, was uh, I had a, a very large realization uh, earlier this week. So today being Saturday the 10th, it would have been the previous Saturday. I was having uh, a birthday dinner with some friends and family. And my uh, taller, wiser, younger brother uh and I were having a conversation, and it was, you know, involving the fact that both he and his lovely wife, who have been together uh, for, gosh, over 10 years, 
um, as a whole um, had legitimately, you know, they, you know, were discussing their like contention points. Sometimes we would just call them like the, the fights they would have. Uh, you know, I use the term contention points because it's not uncommon for you to get in contention with another party. Uh, but not all contentions are going to turn into, you know, a drop-down, drag-out fight. And the irony was that earlier in the last year to two years, I had, you know, touted the fact that Caleb and I had not fought. We were not fighters. We did not. We'd only had two fights, you know, probably in the Trust podcast. I don't recall if I brought it up. You know, the first time we had actually fought was because we'd um, gotten into a sort of a rut lull point in our relationship. And that, you know, that had, that, you know, sitting down and actually, you know, getting into that point of contention helped us work past that. Um, you know, and then at that point, we were growing in both an emotional and, you know, psychological point. But unfortunately, you know, the third and final fight that we ever had. Uh, you know, was due to the fact that we had just let a relationship garden go straight to hell and, you know, weeds were popping or secrets were popping up all over the place like weeds. And he had pointed out that, uh, my younger brother had pointed out that, you know, because they were in communication over these points of contention, they were still together. And that right there had broken in a delusion I had had that this was a great relationship that Caleb and I had had, that we were working together fairly well, that we were in tandem, two lives in tandem. And it just caught me off guard to, you know, a point where even the realization that, um, you know, I had made this person my life and I was folding on every principle, you know, every value because I was wanting to double down on that relationship instead of, you know, taking... Uh, smart and healthy steps to sometimes throw up a boundary when one needed to be thrown up. Um, You know, it sounds funny now that I say it, throwing up (laughs) a boundary. But, you know, it was uh, a delusion I'd had that things were perfect, that we had a great relationship. The reality was is that we had 95% of the same matching activities, but we really were only on the same page about 50% of the time because... Uh, we did not have that strong line of communication um, like I thought we'd had, that I had a delusion that we had. And so moving into that next step where we have that realization take place, um, you know, that then begins to grow a slow crop of other realizations that, you know, basically one realization germinates and it just keeps rolling forward. You know, one of the biggest and I would say probably most likely strongest area there is that the realization as I'm going back and I'm looking at the last, you know, easily five years, I'm watching how, you know, something that at the time I had a delusion was so going so well really was not all that really was going on was you know we shared about 95% of the same activities but outside of that you know really in terms of our values there weren't lining up they were not lining up our principles were not lining up our goals were not lining up we didn't even really know each other's dreams and with that realization you know I'm seeing that early on you know, communication 
was so critical for us to have been able to get on get our love maps together and see if they plotted out the same course and instead you know you realize that you look and you wonder you know how many things did i fold on how many things did the other party fold on and you know with that realization you know it's not like the entire time you know things were in some capacity of always good or always bad there's always those ebbs and flow but you realize how immature and how undeveloped that relationship was because you just never took that time to maintain that garden and instead it just survived when in reality what it needed to do was be tended to thrive on there To all you podheads out there, thank you for tuning in. This has been Talking Buddies, a podcast within a world full of podcasts. And remember, folks, behave kindly, drive safely, and always make thoughtful decisions.